Hello. Hi guys. Welcome to the Bible Study Girl podcast. I am Sarita, but you probably know me as Bible Study Girl. And the first hello you heard was from none other than the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. What's good, people? It's your boy, Bible Study Brother, also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. And this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. If you guys have been listening along with us, then you know that we are taking a walk down memory lane. We're going back to the beginning of BibleStudyGirl.com, the blog, and we're going through the various blogs that were written and talking about how life has changed for me since I wrote those blogs. Um, And you get a closer, more in-depth discussion of what actually was going on when the blog was written and up today on the docket is i said yes to the dress fun fact this is the most read blog um on the website (laughs) it stays at the top people come specifically to read this blog and i don't know if people were drawn to it because i'm holding up a wedding dress or what but um you could say that Hmm. You could say that. <laughs> but this blog really, um, really hit home for people. So what was I said yes to the dress all about? Well, I can give you a brief synopsis. I was engaged to be married in, well, I got engaged Christmas Eve 2018. And was really into planning this wedding, getting things together, went wedding dress shopping at the very beginning of April in 2019. And a couple of days after I went wedding dress shopping, the bottom fell out. The thing is, I knew I didn't need to be marrying this man, but time is ticking along. Your girl was getting older. Uh, He was available. (laughs) I was available. (laughs) I wanted to be married and a mother. And so I glossed over every red flag warning stop sign um, that presented itself to me. And I pushed ahead and I forced ahead. And ultimately, my engagement ended up ending two days after my mommy purchased a beautiful wedding dress for me. It was the most humiliating moment of my life to date because people... You know, my bestie came from out of town. I had, Tamika and I had an ultimate fight and showdown. Like the day I got engaged, well, Christmas day, it was on. She was pissed, big pissed uh, and not pleased (laughs) with the way things were going. It caused a big rift in our relationship. It caused lots of issues just within my family structure in general, And I still pressed ahead because I am stubborn and I just was like, I'm, 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 I'm going to see this thing all the way through. And so, um, very humiliating moment in my life, very heartbreaking. We won't get into details about why the engagement ended, but just know, um, 
really getting my wedding dress was instrumental and really was like an eye-opening experience. The Lord used that to show me some things and long story short, engagement over, I was devastated. So the bulk of the article walks you through that or the blog. And it also talks about my ultimate overarching theme from I say yes to the dress is that I was quick to say yes to the dress and I was slow to say yes to God. And I need to switch that in my life. I needed to learn obedience in all things um, and not trying to bully my way to getting what I want or bully my way to get God to see things my way. So ultimately for me, that's what I said yes to the dresses about. And I, I do want to talk about specifics, um, but we talked about it briefly before we started. I'm interested to know what your what you got from the blog, brother. Um, and we talked we talked about this also because I I lived it. So there's a different takeaway from reading it. But I understood that at that point, and if you go back and listen to our, I think one of the first three or four episodes where we're talking about our our beef. Um, one of the three or four of the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Um, where, and then I think somewhere along the line, there's a blog post. We'll get to it and have to talk about it again, but whatever. Um you know, at that point, my obedience was to be what I wanted, what I felt I wanted you to be during our little thing. Um, and the obedience of trying to stay in that pocket and I just be like, well, when I was making my decisions and, 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 and going forward, this wasn't that, you know, like and. I should just I, I reciprocation is good for some people, but not in this situation, because I've always told you, like reciprocation to you is confirmation that you was just more right in the first place. It's not like you're going to feel it the way whoever intends for you to feel it if they try and come at you wrong. So the obedience of staying in a place of you need someone who cares even in the midst of your disobedience. It don't mean I'm not, you know, uh, praying for better or, or calling out on certain things, but I'm also not going to, in my obedience, abandon you. Because, yeah, I can see the train wreck coming. I can see it coming from a mile away. Because um, especially with certain things that were kind of going on around it, just like I, I get it, I understand. But you needed the obedience of somebody to me to stay beside you, especially spiritually, because you already had the fiery uh, response from Tamika at that time. So you feeling abandoned is a is not a because you don't handle people coming at you in any kind of way that don't do nothing but make you shut people off and you just done with them like and so the obedience of staying in a pocket that's like you know that you know it's fight or flight you do not am i am i still in i mean it's still recording praise jesus but if i'm cutting in yeah. and out for yes. you let me know yes um but uh you know being obedient to god in the fact that it's like be good to my child <laughs> 
my child is going through what she's going through, be there. You know, like, be earnest in your love. Give love. (laughs) So that people can understand that they are cared for. Because there was a lot of things with, with both of us that... In abandonment, not wanting to be lonely, not wanting to wanting to reach the the family goals that both of us have, uh, we do stuff. We've done a lot of things. We both have like an extreme um, refusal stemming from a lot of different things, whether it's uh, uh, parental relationships in terms of our fathers, whether it's um, you know, what the divorce did and said to both of us uh, and just so many different things in that moment. What I knew most is that God wanted me to continue to be by your side, to actually show you that um, your little brother is your little brother, but you know what I'm like? There's a, spiritual partnership and understanding those things. So that's what I get when I read the blog is like, yeah, you, we all had to be obedient to something. Um, I don't think that, you know, praise God that you and Tamika were able to, 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 um, get the relationship back to where it was, um, prior um, and even though things were still a little indifferent, I do still think that things pushed um, a lot of moments and a lot of closeness that needed to happen that was orchestrated in that way. Too. So. I, I will say our initial blow up was it was bad, but the thing is, okay, so the initial blow up was bad. And then it was like, she came to me, like Tamika, she talks crazy. Like that's her thing. Talking crazy to people. Um, And honestly, up until this point, she hadn't really talked too terribly crazy to me. Um, Like she would cuss other people out. She didn't cuss me out. Now she didn't cuss me out behind this marriage thing, but we did have a very, firm disagreement and my thing was okay I understand that you don't agree with what I'm doing that's fine but you can't talk to me crazy you can tell me you don't agree with what I am doing and you don't think that's best for me and I get it I understand that you don't agree with it but you don't have to talk crazy to me Mm. and so that probably was the heart of the disagreement but she also came back to me and was like you know our relationship is too important to me for us to continue like this, which is a big deal because she's not really like a let's make peace kind of person. Her thing is, I think what I think, and that is, that's it. Um, and I think I, I think we both needed that. I don't think it, I don't like the way that it happened, mm-hmm. but I needed to know our relationship was important. And I think it helped her realize how important our relationship is I think part of it too is Tamika and I like talked every day. We did everything together. 
we were literally like a couple. Like if we were having cousin couple go out night, me and Tamika were the couple. Like, and everybody knew that that we had a bond and a connection that we didn't even have to talk about certain things. I just knew and she just knew, you know? And so I think part of that was any relationship I got into, like in a serious committed way was going to be like, dang, like she not my plus one no more. (laughs) I think that was part of it too. Um, I, he definitely wasn't worth it at all like not even a little bit and that is one thing I regret I felt like I needed to ride for him and I do regret like because everything she said about him was true <laughs> but it's like but see that's the everything and that was, she said yeah. was true and so that makes me sad but I feel like our separation and our difficulty provided space for her to get closer with her sister mm-hmm. because me and her were always in each other's booty holes so there was no room you know for anyone else so that gave her opportunity to vent you know call your sister and talk bad about me <laughs> but I think it provided space for them to have a much closer relationship I mm-hmm. think um it honestly if because even when she passed away the argument what the argument did is it stopped us from talking like all the all day every single day mm-hmm. post argument after our relationship was repaired i mean we still talked all the time but <laughs> it wasn't as intense as it was before i literally don't know like, I don't think I would be here today if our relationship had been like, cause we literally talked all day, every day before we had our big disagreement. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was hard enough for me to deal with our relationship being how it was when she passed away. Like, I think the average person on the street would know that there was a difference in our relationship. And I'm not saying our relationship wasn't bad when she passed away. It was still great. We were still in each other's, you know, like connected, but it was different and it was more mature and we have more room for space. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Before there wasn't a whole lot of space between us. Like we would see each other every day, like, <laughs> and post disagreement. Of course we wouldn't see each other every day. Cause I was in a whole relationship. Um, but our relationship actually grew much stronger after the argument because we saw that we could survive hard things you it wasn't something i would ever want to go through again but we saw that we could survive hard things and that our relationship like she said was bigger than this guy yeah you know um and what's so i'm gonna tell you like she was my maid of honor. This is so funny, but it's not funny. We should have talked about it when uh, Chantel was on the show. So like I said, we went wedding dress shopping. She did not talk to anybody 
wedding dress shopping except for Chantel. Chantel is the only person <laughs> that she will speak to. She rode to Brinkley in the car with us, and my other friend was in the car too. She wouldn't talk to my other friend, and I was like, she was like, is Tamika mad at me? I was like, no, she's mad at me. <laughs> But she's still here because she didn't want to miss out on, you know, a big moment, like, which is so hilarious. Like, and so the next day after we went wedding dress shopping, all the bridesmaids got together so we could go bridesmaid dress shopping. Tamika was never late, always early. She was like 15 minutes late and didn't say, like, the only person she's talking to it's Chantel. We go eat after we go bridesmaid dress shopping. The only person she's talking to at the table <laughs> is Chantel. It was like hilarious. Like, girl, you yeah. you gonna, you gonna have to, you know what's to relax, like crazy about the the the, the bigger person. Oh no, now you've frozen. The internet struggles of the BSGP. Um, if y'all will just give us a quick second, guys, we're gonna I'm gonna filibuster a bit um, as I wait to uh, for her to come back and for her camera to get to moving more than a couple clicks a second. Um, I see you. Okay. I see you. Okay. Can you I see you. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, can you hear me? Oh my goodness, weird. This is just. Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you. I can see you. Okay. I can hear you. Uh, you're going. I can. You're going in and out. So. Hear you. I can see you. Go ahead and say what you were going to say. Uh, I'll go ahead and say it. Hopefully, you can hear me through it because your camera still froze. But we'll we'll go ahead with what I was going to say. Um, the biggest thing to me that I learned, and like I said, in terms of obedience, the same way that you learned the, um, separation aspect of stuff that y'all needed. Um, I learned a lot of the same, um, but I did not know that until your situation in, 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 in that kind of way. Um, I knew that a lot of our separation was, like I said, me making earnest decisions and being able to make those decisions, whether or not they made you happy and actually being okay with that. Because for the longest time, I was not okay with no matter how many mistakes or things I rolled up on, you know. Um, But the other part of it that was so difficult as you talk about it is at the end of the day, that was my other reason for staying there. Uh, or being obedient and making sure I was there for you because that was your person. Like for me, you were my person. So when I don't have that and I'm like newly married, trying to work all of these different things out and I don't even have a sounding board because I don't talk with my guys about those things in that kind of way. And they don't know how to talk to me because the only person who thinks in the same maniacal, crazy way that I do is you. So, I well, see, I think, 
I think that's the blessing too. Like, like you said, you needed that separation. Yeah. You needed that time to come to your own decisions without me, you know, yeah. my bias or, you know. Yeah. And I like, it, it was such a hard pill to swallow in obedience because like, I could have easily just been like, yo, you know what? You were right. Listen to your, like stuff I've done before. Like your decision was right. Like backed off on, on all kinds of stuff and went back on whatever, like I could have went back on what I knew God had told me at that time and, and everything else and been miserable, like been ultimately miserable because even if our relationship would have been repaired because of whatever, like I still would have been at that point, just giving myself over to whatever decisions, like if I say it and Sarita likes it, it's a go. If I, if I say it and she don't, ah, I've done wrong. Like the balancing act of obedience is so tough <laughs> because obedience it can, is. can like when people talk about seasons changing and, and I've talked about this the past two, three podcasts, something like that. Whenever I said it, don't matter. Um, the thing about seasons changing is a lot of the times you have to be obedient to purpose. No, that's the that's the through line is being obedient to purpose. You holding on to something way longer than you should is not being obedient. It's being disobedient. You walking back into something, and because I knew it, because I knew what this was, like this was. You know, in terms of serious relationships, your first serious relationship, the same way that my current marriage was my first serious, for real serious relationship. Um, and there's an, a mental attachment to that because of everything that happened during that time. And so being obedient, bruh, is, is, is not a, like saying yes to God and whatever it is he's going to have you do and whatever it is he wants for you to do is not a, a easy game or or easy life because it means you're going to lose friends it means like you're going to or grow friends it means you're going to have to grow by yourself sometimes it means you're going to have arguments or disagreements because you need to learn more you need to be more intimate in your relationship with God you need to really diagnose that scripture because you need the the uh the correction like right or, or whatever it is i think um you know my disobedience in that area caused me a lot of heartache uh like i said it's it was the most embarrassing moment of my life I was embarrassed on a really public scale, like throughout my family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's a hard pill to swallow to say I was wrong. I messed up. I made a mistake. Like I knew better, but I did it anyway. I'll tell you the day that I published, I said yes to the dress. Tamika said to me, she was like, I knew you were going to eventually. I didn't know you were going to write about it this soon. And she was like, I know it was hard for you to write it because it was hard for me to read it. And I know it was hard for us to live it. 
mm-hmm. touched my heart. Like, yeah. you know, every word of it. It was a rough, it was a rough, rough season of, of our lives. But, you know, even in my disobedience, God blessed me and we were able to restore. This is how crazy we are. <laughs> like, in the midst of being mad at each other, Tamika and I have so many traditions and just things mm-hmm. that we would do. And so what would be a regular day for you was not a regular day for us because we always do this, you know, at this time of the month. And this is what we do, you know, on this day. So we will go about doing our regular scheduled routine whatever we have planned Bruh, and just she might not even be talking to me but we're doing it because the tension was <laughs> thick like it was so crazy to like be like bruh like is this like i don't know if you know but this like and i, I like i was like this is what that felt like because y'all were like if you if you talk about like star players on the team y'all are star players and it's kind of like, you know, like I feel, like I told you, I felt like a bit player in, in our family's life for forever. So, like, when our stuff was going on, I was like, oh, man, I'm, they definitely cut him from the team. It wasn't and the team just looking like success is over here. The, don't like that not success, huh? <laughs> so, um, so being on the other end of it, it's kind of like, you know, I, I – I hope that spiritually what I was trying to do and what I wanted to do for you reached. I mean, I know our relationship, like I said, did grow and has grown in a lot of different ways, especially in terms of our talking, because we did start talking a lot more. Um, It was a little bit prior to that, but um, because I was also your, uh, since I am your first son, um, (laughs) this was also a thing for me, too, in dealing with dang pop said he was gonna you know come take me to play basketball again and here he go acting up like (laughs) on both ends like i was uh driving me you know and it was like emotionally draining on all ends because my number one uh my number one rider in terms of well my number one teacher because <laughs> you ride for me and will fight for me, but I would just call you my number one teacher because my number one rider is somebody else. But, um, like, God, it was just crazy. Like, obedience is such a crazy it was very thing. Tense. Like, I miss, Oof. I miss some of the, I miss one cousin party because I was like, you're not going to be treating my man just in the <laughs> <laughs> like y'all ain't got to be best friends but sis you're gonna have to bring it you're gonna have to pull it back you're gonna have to pull it back she Did didn't I have miss- that pullback spirit huh i don't know if I we missed that. a party we definitely missed one of the cousin get-togethers um, I, don't, I don't remember whether i feel like halfway me and can i may have gone for a little bit i don't remember if we stayed that long but I can't remember because it was so man. Listen, but Ooh, here's the thing: nice. by February, like we made it to the the birthday get together. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, my period of disobedience 
and here's the thing obedience is an everyday choice so i say my period of disobedience but this was like a prolonged i'm gonna do it anyway to god no and it there are still things about that season of my life that affect me today i'm still paying for that today and that was three years ago i'm still paying for it did you stop writing for a little bit definitely huh did you stop writing for a little bit no, no, no. I didn't start writing until after this stuff happened. Okay, that's what I thought. Like, I, that's why I was like, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Cause... So God even, used, God even used that, my disobedience. Hey, something else you can share with people. Like, you don't have to live this life. You don't have to be shamed and embarrassed. Because I would, when I say humiliated, I was humiliated. I was hurt. I was devastated. And I will say, I'm thankful that my family rallied around me. Like Tamika wasn't like I told you so. She was literally just like, "What do you need? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what do you need me to do?" Which I thought was very big of her because she had a "I told you so" spirit. Like nobody, oh, we all do. <laughs> we all have that. Like I popped up right. on you without you saying yes. I need you needed to be popped up on because I was like, <laughs> "Nah, fam. Like, what you think we like? No, like this was." You, man, because the thing is, and I also, I I was also going to say the thing about we told you about even being embarrassed, like more people was upset with him than embarrassed, like more people wanted to just burn the village down and bring the, bring the pain. Then they was like, oh, this looks terrible. Like. I, I know I think a lot of that was more because it wasn't just your family because everybody was like, is are you okay? Like what <laughs> you know, what ha- like urgh, like it's like a handful of people on the associate level of uh maybe they work with you, maybe they don't, who knows? Um, that you know, like was just trying to get tea, but outside of that, like Man, it, it, God is good. Like I just, I just. God I just is great. Believe. God is good. God is great. And so I think about how God loved me in spite of my poor decisions. How yeah. He looked out for me in spite of. But like I said, I'm still, I'm still paying consequences from that decision that I made. And so. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I hope people get from this and what I really want people to understand is that it's true. Obedience is definitely better than sacrifice. Like obedience every time for the win. And I struggle with obedience. Even, you know, three years later, I struggle with obedience in relationships. When I'm in relationships, I definitely struggle with obedience in that area. I struggle with obedience when it comes to my finances. We talked about that a little bit last week. I struggle with, well, we talked about that a lot of bit. I, I struggle with obedience and I don't know, I guess it's just my sin nature child. So every day for me, I have to get up with the decision. I'm going to say yes to God, like, and no to my my flesh, my, my, cause my flesh gets me in trouble every time. That's why I'm the fattest I've ever been in my life. Cause I'm constantly saying yes to my flesh and no to God. Um, and I definitely be obedient. Yeah. To yeah so definitely. 
Why do you think it's so hard to be obedient? Mm, ultimately, like, to be honest, like, because the world and, and the enemy can make itself seem so fun. Like, experiences can seem so fun. And so often as Christians, especially uh, when we're... They do be fun. Not seen. Well, they do be fun. <laughs> especially... <laughs> You know, when you're young, when you're a young Christian, a lot of times because we get preached fire and brimstone and we don't get talked about the reasons for your obedience and the rewards of your obedience that are not just heaven, that being obedient on an earthly plane is going to garner you some blessings and rewards while you're here. Um, You often just look at everything like. You know, for for me, I feel like we were the perfect mix of like uh, Christians who wanted to just have fun, but weren't finna get out here with and do the most what we consider the craziest of things. You know, we wasn't a like, well, you know, I just gotta go out here and do the meth and the crack or whatever to try it. We wasn't the I need to go to this party where everybody is is drinking um, or whatever. Like, yeah, our flesh in terms of what both of our weaknesses are are the same but you know it was still like in that warped sense that you can get when you're trying to just have fun in the world as a young christian which is if i do it this way (laughs) i'm good i'm still you know i ain't i ain't out here doing what they do like I just, you know, it's, hey, it's me and this person. Quick question. Yeah. You consider yourself a young Christian? I'm saying at the time of, of I'm saying like at, at in this point. I'm talking about, oh, just in general? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I'm asking you, you consider yourself to be a young Christian? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was just trying to figure out if you were like trying to say, you know, the young people. Because I'm like, dude, that's me right now. Oh, no, I no, think no. for me. <laughs> 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 you know I will do that though, but you know. I feel like for me, one thing you said that really resonated with me truly is that to me, it's not things seem to be fun. Things are fun. I'm like some things are really fun to me. It's fun for me to spend money however I want to. It's fun for me to eat these Girl Scout cookies that I just got. It's fun for me, you know, but just because it's fun for me doesn't mean it's necessarily good for me. And one thing I do have to keep in mind is that the guy we serve is a good, good father. And he's not telling me no, because he doesn't want me to enjoy things. He's telling me no, because he has a plan for my life and he knows what's good for me. He's not going to deny me any good thing. He wants me to have the thing that he knows is good for me like you think eating this whole box of cookies is good but I have something better for you like you can have a whole healthy lifestyle and be able to breathe and not be sweating and stuff when you walk down the street girl like I have something better for you um and I I that's something I have to remind myself and I have to hold on to and I think this blog recap came at a perfect time because I was just having a talk with mama yesterday really about my self-control and my obedience to God 
And I was telling her, I don't want you to think I'm acting funny or being crazy, but there are some things that I just can't do anymore. Cause me and mama have lots of habits and lots of routines and lots of things we do. And I'm like, you know, I'm trying to be better and I'm trying to be more obedient. And so these are the things that I can't do anymore. You know, um, things that are harmless, but I have a tendency to go overboard. Like, so for now at this season in my life, this is what I want to do. These are the things that I'm working on and making her aware of what I'm doing. Do you know what I'm saying? And to help hold me accountable, like, because, you know, I like to live life like it's golden and live it <laughs> to the fullest. But when you hear God's voice consistently telling you to do something, it's always to you're good to follow what he says. Like when I think about even starting this blog, that took obedience for me. Uh, starting a blog was not something that was ever in memes or in my wheelhouse, but I'm so grateful that I was obedient to God. This podcast was not ever in my dreams, not something I thought of or even wanted, but my obedience to God really blessed us I think is the thing um because you know we have Tamika's voice recorded for throughout the ages it's something we can listen to and it's something that gave me great comfort when she passed away and I wouldn't have those recordings if I hadn't been obedient and so I always I know that obedience is the best way but I'm a little hard-headed I I, I have one question about this so I'm the cooking monster and there was this brand new thing that came out apparently in these girl scout cookies. Yeah, what? I knew nothing of salted caramel whatever. I think well, it was some on it. It was like a brownie something, right? Yeah. Man, I was so mad. I had no idea. I would have bought 10 boxes. I, well, I grandma got some for Janae and mailed them to her. <laughs> I need it. I need some of them in my life. I need it. And I didn't even know that. Rude. I know who the favorite is now. I need some. Well, no, Janae didn't ask for them. She, you know, grandma, she said something on Facebook. And you know, grandma's like Facebook queen. And she was like, girl, I will hook you up. And she got them for them and mailed her to Grandma and something else. Like, I, it wasn't like Speaking a, of our grandma, one last aside, and then yeah. I'll close this out. So, um, I was really into this, and it connects to Tamika. Um, the Razorbacks were playing really good in, in March Madness. They just got put out. Um, but they made it to the Elite Eight. And then just in my head, I was like, Come on, y'all do it for Topeka. You know, like if they had one, like I would have been hollering and screaming. But I made this post because Drake has this song a long time ago. He's like, hardly home, but always repping. And I, my, my post was hardly home, but y'all know the rest. Because, you know, it's for people who you who know the line. And then I put a little whoop pig at the end. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> grandma goes, like, no, you're not. And we miss you. Uh, no, you're not. And I'm, uh, oh, no. No, you're not. And I love you. And I was like, <laughs> it's so funny to see how she experiences posts and things on 
on uh, on Facebook or whatever. Because I mean, as intelligent as our grandmother is, grandma ain't getting no nuance. You are literal with whatever it is you putting up there, and that is the funniest trait about my life. Right? Because she's not she's not connected into politics. So she doesn't know what's going on, and she she'll does call know me. Rapper, she'll I'll be like, "Grandma, <laughs> right?" Uh, I'll be like, "Grandma, that's what this means." <laughs> like I didn't pick up on your Drake reference because I don't know Drake. Uh, did she ask you? I too was like grandmother. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But I'm saying, Grandma is not alone in that respect. Oh, okay, yeah, but that's that's the thing. Well, I knew I was talking to. It's just it, it, the thing is hardly home, but I always repping. So, you know, but we'll pig for it to make it. They still you know, show that. Lord knows I've dug some big ditches for myself, but I'm thankful that the Lord has saw fit to pull me up out and be like, sit by the side of this ditch, you little dumb girl. <laughs> Have you seen that video of the sheep that? They get, oh, yeah, they, they get, get out get pulled out of the ditch or whatever. <laughs> it hops yeah, five more feet right back, in it. right back in it. And like Tony Baker's right. thing that was the most <laughs> hilarious. I don't need your help, human, or whatever he says. He's like, oh, I did it again. <laughs> you know, but that's us, man. It's like the shepherd has to lead. If we do not let our shepherd lead, you're going to end up in a ditch. You're going to end up getting ate by a wolf. And I mean, it takes an everyday acceptance to, you know, make it with obedience the same way that it takes an everyday blog post over at BibleStudyGirl.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at BibleStudyGirl, the number two. You can hit us up on Instagram at BibleStudy underscore BibleStudyGirl. And then hit us up on Facebook at BibleStudyGirl. Or if you have any prayer requests or things that you would like for us to pray for you about, um, or if you'd like to inquire to be a guest, hit us up at BibleStudyGirl2019 at gmail.com. And remember, I almost did a reference that I'm not supposed to do at the end of this. Um, <laughs> it's and not, that's why I had to have a pre-production meeting with you, because I knew you were going to do it. Go ahead with um, your speech. It's not the girl... Scout cookies preach. It's not our obedience preaching. Well, kind of is, but also we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching. <laughs>